0: Hi there, everyone. I wanted to interview a few key people for you. First off, I'll start with the host of today's call. Avina feels very strongly about family business and keeping it with the family because family is where it all begins. And that also happens to coincide with the manufacturing process. They are like our family, and they do work with family the same as we do. This gentleman here, his name is David, and he is basically the son of Phil. David, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Thank you, Nicole. Uh, Again, my name is David Gaynor, uh, son of uh, Phil Gaynor, uh, grandson of uh, Michael Bryan, Um, You know, I've been in uh, the manufacturing business uh, just going on 15 years now, raised uh, in a family that's been all about enzymes. I mean, I could literally say that I have been spoon-fed enzymes uh, from the time I was a little kid, right off the spoon from uh, Rebecca Gaynor, uh, my mother, and, and so... Uh, Just being raised around enzymes and probiotics and and being in the manufacturing industry, I can tell you, uh, Nicole, it's a blessing to be on this call and to have that uh, relationship with Avena and uh, with the integrity that Avena has. It's been been just awesome being able to uh, help assist in putting together phenomenal products for you guys as you guys seek to put out the best. Awesome. So uh, why don't you introduce... Who else we have on the call here okay well, we've uh hopefully Cameron are you there still? Yes, I'm still here, thanks David all right, Cameron Terry here uh gentleman that I've had the uh pleasure of working with. Representing Avina, and then Phil Gaynor on the line as well, who uh, who's the lead of of both manufacturing and enzyme formulations here. I am here. So today we're uh, we're going to be talking about the probiotics for for you guys. And I've got to say, I had the privilege of listening to the enzyme conference call that took place, which was just just awesome. Uh, sometimes I think we forget, you know, just being around enzymes all the time, working with enzymes. I know myself. Hearing the enzyme talk all the time, you become complacent um, even in taking your enzymes. And so it was just real awesome to be a part of that conference call and just be reinvigorated as to why we're doing what we're doing, why we're taking these enzymes. Uh, listening to Cameron and Phil talk about how the hows, the whys, the whats, as far as what you guys did with the uh, enhanced enzyme. And why you introduce the new super digestive enzyme, the importance of uh, the enzymes and how to go out to the proteins in the body before they putrefy and end up in the colon. And that kind of leads us up into the conversation of what we're going to be talking about today with regards to the probiotics, um, as the probiotics assist in the colon with those putrefactive proteins if they get there and when they get there. So uh, we're going to be talking about the probiotics today, and I'd like to start with you, Cameron. Um, I know that you guys, Avena has um, used a, a great probiotic, a single-strain L-plantarum. It's uh, worked um, you guys have had wonderful results with it, but now this new probiotic—you've gone to a couple strain probiotic. What's behind that
1: vision? I think what's really driving that change, David, is information and knowledge. Right? Twenty years when probiotics were starting to first hit the market, we knew that they were important. We knew that so many illnesses were being caused because we were lacking them. But we know in no way had the, the knowledge and the research and the scientific understanding of probiotics like we do today. So, you take you know last five years, our knowledge has expanded on it. probiotics more than it has the 50 previous years before that. That really empowers us to, to be able to produce, I guess, a, what I'd say is a better probiotic. And you know, 15, 20 years ago, Vena was the first company to introduce that protolytic strain, the Lactobacillus plantarum OM, into Canada. And that was exciting as that strain was very powerful. The the benefits of having a protolytic probiotic uh, were exciting. Today, we've got more options, right? We've got Got more abilities. We've expanded that single strain into a five-strain blend that we feel is the most powerful and well-balanced focus of probiotics available today. That's just
0: that's just great. And I've got to I've got to put a little encouragement out there for for the listeners here. Anybody that's chiming in and anybody that's going to be listening to this conference call here, if you haven't listened to the enzyme conference call, you're definitely going to want to plug in. You're definitely going to want to listen to that. So this question's uh, direct to you uh, with regards to the strains on the probiotics that Avena's now gone and, and had put together. Uh, no, your involvement was very heavy in that that probiotic formula. Can you tell me a little bit about why uh,
2: the specific strains of probiotic were chosen for this formula? Absolutely, Dave. Um, again, to support what Cameron said is that in looking at research, when Cameron and Mel and Avena talked about their probiotic, getting great results with the L. Plantarum, what we wanted to do was take more advanced technology and research on bacteria that have occurred over the past five years, as Cameron said, almost exponentially over the previous 50 years. Even seven, eight years ago, Bacteria were still considered more of an alien or studied for its unfriendly consequences as of today. Where they now know that there are more friendly bacteria in our body than there are actual cells. We are our body is loaded with friendly flora, and it's as much a part of us. As our own DNA. It actually helps us control how we think, how we feel, and it controls how we react to diseases. So more common research, the more recent research, says that a combination or a synergetic multiple strain is more effective not only for than the individual strain, but actually makes an individual strain more effective. So what we did was we looked at all the strains that are out there right now. Working with scientists, we created the five best strains that work together synergistically, deal with the foundation of the L-Plantarum as the basis, adding the four additional strains. All these strains are probiotic in nature. They help with allergies, asthma, diarrhea, irritable bowel syndrome, indigestion, yeast infections, just common cold. I mean, you, you name it, by synergizing these five strains, we have been able to put together a a highly powerful probiotic, Um, I I believe the old probiotic uh, was about a 3.6 billion per serving. This one here is 6 billion per serving of the multiple strains, including uh, the original 3.6 billion of the L. plantarum. So again, the idea was to find bacteria that work together as a team, support each other, and actually synergize each other as they move through the digestive tract into the colon.
0: Wow, that's just that's awesome. It, uh, I love hearing the the word synergize when you're talking about these bacteria strains, and I can't help uh, but it makes me think about just. An explosion of bacteria. When I think about this, uh, this specific probiotic here, I just I can envision it in my head, just floating in the body and, and going after those putrefying proteins in the colon. Definitely an amazing formula. Uh, one of the questions I have on it, Cam, is also an assumption. I'm assuming that all of these strains are approved by Health Canada. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Um,
1: Our previous bacteria wasn't legally allowed to be called a probiotic as Health Canada had never stamped that as a, a certified probiotic. Now, there's several steps. I think there's five or six of them that are a bacteria has to meet to become a probiotic in Canada. Out of those selected ones that we chose, each one of them do have a Health Canada approved probiotic certification. And so on the label, you'll see it being called a protolytic probiotic, meaning every strain inside of there is recognized by Health Canada as a probiotic.
0: That's awesome. Now, you proteolytic. Phil, can you explain
2: proteolytic for me? What does proteolytic
0: mean?
2: Um, unlike an enzyme which like protease, protease breaks down proteins into amino acids, therefore making those utilizable by the body and in addition by bacteria that digest proteins. A proteolytic bacteria is a bacteria that thrives on or utilizes putrefied proteins. What it does is it digests those before they can produce all the toxins, the scatols and indoles that uh, Cameron um, has spoken about before. So what we do is we put in a proteolytic probiotic strain that we know meets the requirements that Cameron said. One of the requirements, obviously, is it has to be resistant to the stomach acids and resistant to bile so it can reach the colon. But um, what we do is we put in these proteolytic strains to digest, I mean, actually eat, these putrefied proteins. One of the requirements is is that a probiotic must do is it must produce immune factors and good byproducts, oftentimes referred to as supernatants, that are health-defending substances. So they eating these proteins as a bacteria also produces good things like enzymes, vitamins, and the utilization of minerals like calcium. So it enhances the ability to absorb calcium. So those are the benefits of a proteolytic probiotic.
0: Great. That's great. Um, Cam, the the next... Question is going to be directed to you. You know, we, we talk about the probiotics working on proteins that have putrefied and began to putrefy in your colon. The question is that I think a lot of us want to know is will they survive the acidity of the stomach? Do they make it to the colon um, without being enterically coated? What, what are we looking at there?
1: Yeah, so this, I guess, you know, we have to apply a little bit of a logical sense or common sense, I guess I would say. A lot of your probiotics that are designed to live and survive in the small intestine of the human body are designed to be ingested orally, right? We collect our first probiotics, maybe some of the most essential bacteria for life from that breastfeeding when we're basically just born. They're in that colostrum is loaded with these probiotics. So if we were to take a probiotic, or if those probiotics were killed off by the stomach acid, right, that would be a, a null point. That would be a failure by nature. And it really doesn't occur. Those bacterias definitely get into our intestinal system, and they're crucial. The problem that you see and why you start to ask that question is a lot of companies will be selling non-human and gastrointestinal bacteria. They'll be using soil-based bacteria or healthy bacteria from other sources. And then what they have to do is they have to specially coat it because the body would naturally be trying to break down or destroy that probiotic. As well as if it does colonize your intestinal system, you often see an elevated white T-cell count, which means your immune system is also trying to get rid of those bacteria in your intestinal system. So I'm really, you know, Avina Originals decided that it's important to stick with the gastrointestinal Bacteria is what you call the human strains—the ones that are designed to be there, that work with your body, instead of trying to work against your body. When you're using that, there is no need for enteric coating on the capsules. There's no stress or pressure put on that body to try to deal with them. It's as natural of an intake or absorption of a, of a bacteria as nature originally intended to be. I
0: gotta say that—that's uh, that's one of the things I just. I absolutely love about Avena and and their line of products is you guys go for the natural, you go for what the body knows, and and I just love that. It's you know, a lot of people out there use those soil-based organisms to boost their activity levels and they and, and tear coat their capsules for for marketing ability. But what you're saying is hey, the body knows better what the body needs than we do. We're not going to tell our body what our body needs. We're going to give our body what our body needs in its most natural form, in a form that, that is ready to, to get through the acidity. It's already, these probiotics are already meant for the body. They're meant to be consumed. We know they're going to get to the colon. It's something our body's used to, something our body wants. And uh, just, I mean, it, it, every time I get the chance to sit down and talk with you, Cameron, I just get so excited about what you guys are doing and what you're putting out there into the hands of people. Our next question we're going to move into, uh, this is going to be directed for Phil is the FOS. Um, What, what is FOS?
2: FOS is a, called a prebiotic. And that term came around not too long ago. As they were studying bacteria, they found that uh, bacteria love, especially friendly bacteria love carbohydrates. Well, um, the problem with a carbohydrate is, is that so do other things love carbohydrates like yeast and that. But FOS from Jerusalem artichoke, I mean, you can get FOS from different sources, but from some artichoke, which is what Avena selected, is an undigestible fiber by the human gut. We can't break it down, but bacteria, the bacteria strains we selected to thrive on this, which helps them to multiply faster, which gives you more soldiers, that are at work doing the things that friendly bacteria do, which are fight disease and digest putrefied proteins. Selecting a prebiotic, the key there is to pick the one that does not feed yeast and feeds bacteria and that is why Jerusalem artichoke was selected from all the FOSs that are out there. It's The easiest way to, to uh, state is it's just a complex carbohydrate. Undigestible fiber, except for by the friendly flora that we've synergized probiotic with.
0: Well, you uh, you answered that and pretty much took care of the next two questions regarding FOS that uh, I was going to ask. So uh, um, thank you for that. That was that was awesome. Another important question I think for a lot of people out there regarding probiotic is on the whey and and SOE content. And so, Phil, this is going to, again, be directed towards you. Um, just being having more control over where the material comes from and who we select specifically to bring uh, the raw materials in from, do we know if this uh, probiotic or any of these strains have come in contact with uh, whey or soy?
2: Again, a very excellent question. Um, in the past, um, a lot of uh, bacteria were grown on lactose. Uh, lactose is a milk sugar and obviously that's the ideal growing source for lactobacilli. So the question was is when we went to allergen-based type claims there were certain allergens that had to be reviewed. Lactose, of course, being one of them. And even though lactose had been being used for many years of bacteria, a lot of lactose intolerant people suddenly thought they couldn't take the uh, lactose-based bacteria that they have been taking for years. So a lot of people switched to whey and soy. In dealing with ours vendors, we ask for allergen-free mediums and at this time, they don't. They do disclose they're allergen-free, but they, because of the competitive nature of the growth of bacteria right now. A lot of them won't give out their growing mediums anymore. We we know rice is a key growing medium, and a lot of people are using that. But at this time, I can just tell you, Dave, that they are allergen free, and which means they they can list them as wheat, gluten, uh, soy free, and whey free uh, without any problems. And that uh, the medium is proprietary at this time.
0: Great. Now. Uh I appreciate that, Phil. I think it's important for the consumer if I, I know with regulations and stuff, if if we can list something solely weight free, you know, gluten free, they're they're not gonna allow us to do that just with the counterindications and, and allergens that are out there. So um I appreciate your clarification on that. Um do you have anything more you'd like to add to that?
2: Well, and a lot of the concern really doesn't come even from the growth meeting because those are regulated very, very closely. What happens a lot of times is that the manufacturers will run products that contain whey or soy in them and then run a bacteria for another client. A lot of times that's what that, when they say come in contact with that whey or soy remnant is contaminant. We, uh, at the manufacturing process, we make sure that our facility does not run any whey or soy products, um, that we clean our, our machines and equipment and remove any whey or soy contents from any products that we run that are whey or soy. So they never come in uh, direct contact with any whey or soy. Well,
0: and I think that's part of the excitement of the new federal regulations that they have with with manufacturers is that just it eliminates the capability to be able to do anything back-to-back like that and and eliminates the ability for cross-contamination. Moving into the next Question regarding maltodextrin um Cameron, you guys uh had decided to do what you could to remove the maltodextrin from your uh probiotics, and a lot of probiotics out there are on a very strong and very large amount um, of a maltodextrin base is that uh what what was behind that decision I think it's one of the the commitments to quality that Avina you know publicly states that
1: we we try to avoid absolutely is no genetically modified ingredients, no GMO, no maltodextrin comes from a corn. And there's a, there's a lot of debate right now if there's any non-genetically modified corn available anymore. As it's such a, a cross-polluted or damaged breed of food... That you know, find something that you can be 100% absolute non-GMO version of corn is very difficult. You can dive into Google there if you want to explore that that whole debate and that whole controversy that's happening right now. In our case, you know, maltodextrin, something we wanted to avoid, not necessarily because it's one of those ingredients that are bad for you or horrible. It's one of those iffy ones. And if there's a better way of doing it, if we can take a product to the next level and say avoid that maltodextrin. Dextrin and incur the cost to come up with something that's absolutely better than that and still without sacrificing the product. Discussing it with Phil and the manufacturing team, when we came up with the Jerusalem artichoke as the FOS instead of maltodextrin. that was exciting because when I look at the marketplace, I don't see another probiotic out there that doesn't use maltodextrin. Sometimes it's not even listed on the label because it's coming in there before the manufacturer even receives it and they're not adding into the formula. But to be able to actually have a probiotic that has no maltodextrin in it is very exciting for me and hopefully for our members and client base as well.
0: And I know uh, you know, Phil, there was some intricacy in how how you went about um, reducing the amount of maltodextrin and able to um, add the Jerusalem artichoke into this product for the replacement. What, how did you go about that? How did you create enough room uh, by removing that maltodextrin base so that they could get the viability and the activity they were looking for without all the maltodextrin?
2: Again, I'm, I'm going to refer back to a little bit of history um, to answer that question. Uh, originally, probiotics were on lactose, which is a milk sugar. Uh, lactose is very favorable to the taste buds being that it's a milk sugar, uh, has a very nice taste. But it also is a sugar, and it feeds things like yeast. Well, maltodextrin was used to substitute it. It's a little bit more of a complex carbohydrate, but easily converted, and also feeds yeast. And so it kind of has a a conflict of interest with the friendly bacteria you're taking to fight yeast. So maltodextrin, which still tastes good, was used because it still kept that nice flavor. Um, Jerusalem artichoke is still a complex carbohydrate, has a friendly flavor, but not as sweet as like a maltodextrin or a lactose. However, um, as stated, what we do is we went to bacteria-like enzymes. Originally, you could buy them in 1 billion per gram or 10 billion per gram, but now you can buy them in 100 billion. And if you do the math, uh, 10 billion per gram would be 90% maltodextrin, 10% bacteria. 100 billion would be just the opposite. It would be almost all bacteria bacteria. And very little base, um, if any. So the advantage of going to higher bacteria is it allowed us to choose the base to put that on, and we went with the prebiotic, as Cameron specified, Jerusalem artichoke, because it's so beneficial to the body. I mean, it's some artichoke, it helps with, from the bacteria, it helps absorb calcium. I mean, it doesn't feed the yeast, so it has good research, especially when it's taken in its natural form as Rusum mm-hmm. artichoke. So it's the ideal substitute for the maltodextrin, giving us a higher quality product. That's
0: great. Again, we're, uh, you know, I, I just, I love being able to just sit back and, and listen,
2: and, and it just,
0: it brings me back to the fact that, Uh, Avena has really taken the time, um, and you as well, Phil, to go in, do their research, look into not something that just benefits the probiotic, but something that also doesn't contradict itself in our bodies and helps our bodies in other ways as well. I mean, this formula, the detail and and everything that's been put in in this uh, probiotic together, is, is just amazing. It, it's it's an awesome product. It's just exciting. It's real exciting to see what Avena is doing and how they are transitioning into and, and taking advantage of the new knowledge that's out there and, and all the, the scientific research that is, is now there. I, I love it. I, this probiotic is good by the spoonful. I mean, you can, you know, some probiotics give you that sour just when it, when it hits the mouth. It just gives you that kind of, that head jerk, you know, that ooh. But uh but this, one, this one's just good. I mean, you, you can take it. The kids love it. I love it. I'm sure uh, Kim, Nicole, somebody here that's taken this probiotic had phenomenal results but also enjoys the taste of it, which is key to the consumer. Just to recap here, guys, just um, like I said to the audience that's listening now, if you haven't got to hear their, their talk on the enzymes, go back and listen to that. But, but in talking about these enzymes and talking about the probiotics, it sounds like uh, overall, the the proteins in our body is, is key to uh, make sure that they're not putrefying and, and using the enzymes to get to those proteins and let the body readily use them and absorb them before they get to the colon to putrefy. And I hope I'm not letting the cat out of the bag here when I say that that leads us into the next important product, but uh, it, that's getting the most bioavailable protein that you can get for your body. If you're consuming a protein that's bioavailable before it goes into the body and then you're taking your enzymes that help your body absorb those proteins and, and they're more readily available, that's less putrefication in the colon. Then you're backing it up with a venous probiotic that's just an explosion of bacteria that's going after the putrefying proteins in the colon. I mean, what a combination. And, and like I said, as far as letting the cat out of the bag... Cam, I know you guys have got a phenomenal bioavailable protein, and I can't wait till it hits the consumer market out there. There's going to be some exciting people out there. It's all plant-based, and and I'm looking forward to hearing... Uh, your guys' conference call on that. I don't know if there's any other questions regarding the probiotics here today, if anybody has any here. Um, Sure, i
1: basically just throw this out to to Phil and Dave as a manufacturing team. I know I've exhausted looking at the market and the probiotics out there. I would have the personal opinion, but also I'm quite biased being involved, that this would be one of the the best probiotics I've ever seen introduced into the market. You guys work with a lot of probiotics and definitely been in this industry for a long time. What are your guys' opinions on the formula? Would you say that this is one of the best ones
2: you've ever seen in Canada? Cameron, I'd I'd like to answer that question. I, I'll be honest with you, it's the best formula I've ever seen in Canada or the U.S. That's, And I've worked with a lot of different formulas. and I have to say that this one here... The synergy of these five strains, the 6 billion CFU per serving balanced where they synergize each other, I think far exceeds these out there that are trying to put 12 or 14 strains together that actually can compete with each other, can actually give the body confusion. These five are, like you said, they're naturally found in the human body. They're naturally used by the human body. They met the six requirements to be called a probiotic versus a friendly flora. I think I mentioned earlier, body's made up of trillions of friendly flora. But that's different than a probiotic. A probiotic is something that actually does something for the body. It changes and assists the body to be to fight cancer, to digest putrefied proteins. It produces supernemes. Not all friendly flora do those things, but these strains do. And you know, I, I think you pick the warriors, uh you pick the communicators, the belongers the victims are, are are your warriors and you and they synergize each other l k c i is found naturally in the mouth, and it's recent studies have shown it's great for children, so this probiotic can be used from the time you're born till the time that you go to your heavenly father and any time in between the camera I think you said something about getting bacteria from the mother's mouth um, right at birth uh bacteria our body immediately starts inhaling friendly bacteria out of the air. Um, it's the lactobacillus that we get from mom's milk helps fight the unfriendly immediately, but we are constantly constantly evaluating friendly flora, and I, I will share this as I've shared with people in the past. Avena will always be on the forefront. If for some reason another strain or two come out that we feel synergizes these, then we might have a super probiotic, like we have a super digestive enzyme, but right now, these five synergize $6 billion per capsule, best out there.
0: Awesome.
2: Great probiotic, and uh, I, I don't think anybody
0: that assumes it is, is not going to have the results that um, Avena is sharing and, and, and teaching about this probiotic.
2: I'd like to also add, uh, Cameron, one of the things that people ask you are which strains are probiotic in here and all five strains are proteolytic active. The five specific strains we chose, all five of them have proteolytic activity. Uh, the LKCI and the L-plantarum, um, a lot of people don't understand this terminology, but uh, run, the LKCI runs about a 3.7, and the or the LKCI runs about 4.6, and the L-plantarum about 3.7 in proteolytic activity type measurements. Um, and the DDS-1 is the most proteolytic, but all of them can help with those putrefied proteins. So with that synergy, all of them being proteolytic, all of them focusing on undigested carbohydrates and fats. You got the best of both worlds. You got a high powerful proteolytic enzyme, but also a friendly bacteria that digest undigested fats and carbohydrates as well, which can also produce toxins to the body. So it's just the best.
1: Awesome. I'm super excited. I've been using it for uh last month or so here and I just noticed nothing but improvements from any probiotic I've ever used before. So I'm really excited to be able to introduce this and glad you guys were able to take some time here and help us educate the masses and people understand, you know, what makes this probiotic so unique and so special.
0: All right. Well, uh, if if there's no other uh, question, then I, I think we'll, uh, we'll close her up here. And, and like I said, looking forward, Cameron, to... Uh, um, hearing about the conference call and, and hearing about the uh, the new bioavailable protein, plant-based protein that uh, that you guys have uh, put the same time and effort and detail into putting together. Um, and I apologize now if, uh, if I'm letting the cat out of the bag too early here, but that that is one good product.
1: You bet. It's something exciting that if anybody's going to be attending the Revitalize conference hosted by Avena at the end of September... Uh, everybody that attends there is going to get a sample of the protein bag, and uh, be able to mix that up and try it as as it is the new pro protein. I think is I would go as far as to say it's going to be the best pro protein on the market. So if you haven't got your tickets for Revitalize, come hear all about the protein, try it, you know, take home a free sample of it, enjoy it. Um, it's going to be kind of the the premiere. So if you want to be the first, make sure you're part of there as well as the enormous money. Education, information, and raw
2: inspiration you're going to receive by attending. So, I look forward There's to attending at myself Cameron. So, um, yeah. look forward to being at the Revitalized Conference, and look forward to sharing and talking to people and, and hearing their testimonies. Because last year's Revitalized Conference of testimonies reinvigorated me to come back and make sure that everybody here knew how much of the difference Avina was making in people's lives. Outstanding, and look forward to being there.